Yeah, let's testify and give glory to God. Who would like to go first? Brother, uh, hello. Yeah, Brother, yeah, I'd like to go first here. Yes, I would better. like to give praise and thanks to the Lord for all that he has done for us. I also thank Mother Mary and the saints for interceding for us. I thank the Lord for this prayer group, the preachers, who through their preaching and the members through sharing their testimonies helps strengthen my faith in the Lord. It's over two years since I joined this prayer group. My prayer life has changed. I look at the challenges that we face differently. I now pray with using scriptures that is in the I confess boldly, those shared on the group and the Bible study. Thank you, Jesus, for the breath of life, our jobs, the roof over our heads, food on our table, my family, my relatives, my neighbors, friends, and colleagues, and this prayer group. I have a testimony to share of how the Lord helped me along the way. All I needed to do is pray and have faith in Jesus. For over a month, I was getting a sore throat. And as in the past, initially it was diagnosed as viral. As it was not subsiding, I was given three courses of antibiotics and a steroid. The situation did not get better. I was then referred to a specialist and I was asked to do an x-ray and blood test. Whenever I felt the soreness, I prayed and claimed Isaiah 53.5 and 1 Corinthians 12.27 and thanked the Lord for my healing. I also prayed and said, God, you take care of me in the you took care of me in the past. You will take care of my health. As I prayed, Isaiah 55, 10, 11 came to my mind. I prayed with faith in God's word. Jesus, your word in Isaiah 53, 5 says, I'm healed by your stripes. I have that faith that I'm healed by your word. As I have used your word and it will accomplish what it was sent for, and I'm healed by your stripes. Lord, I go with faith in you and in your word. Amen. One thing was the pain. Secondly, was the worry of what it could be as it was going on for so long. And the third thing was getting an appointment with the, with the specialist. The earliest appointment I could get was after 15 days. When I called last week, I was told I could, get an early, I could not get an earlier appointment. However, could be put on a cancellation waiting list. When I was getting anxious, I confessed 2 Timothy 1.7. I also prayed Philippians 4.19 and personalized it as you have guided us, brother. I yep. prayed my God shall supply me with the appointment this week and the specialist of wisdom to diagnose my health issue according to your glory and riches in Christ Jesus. I did not get an appointment on Monday too and was again told that I was on the waiting list for cancellation. I continued praying Philippians 4.19. And I also prayed and commanded my guardian angel to get me the appointment. On Tuesday, after I prayed, I dialed the clinic and the lady on the line was very sweet. My destiny helper, she said there was a slot available mid-morning. I thanked her and thanked God for the appointment. My place of work too was okay with me leaving early. I also had enough of hours for, to my credit to apply for leave for the rest of the day. I thanked the Lord as I know it was he who had given me my job. As it was my first time with the ENT specialist, I did not know what to expect. I covered the doctor, the staff, and myself with the precious blood of Jesus. I prayed the precious blood prayer and Luke 4.18. I also prayed, Lord Jesus, the doctors are treating me, but it is you who are healing me. 
I am healed. The doctor checked my throat and after the procedure was over, said it was all clear, praise God. And it was a matter of time before I get all well. I thanked the Lord and thanked the doctor for the normal report. I prayed and said, yes, Lord Jesus, in your time, I am healed. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Brother Vivek and all the prayer warriors who prayed with me on the phone and on WhatsApp. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Daphne, for that wonderful testimony. It only goes to show that if you use the word of God and personalize it to yourself. Yes, I've always shared this piece, personalized. In fact, I confess boldly that I wrote uh, with, the, with the help of the Holy Spirit. It was all personalized. It's all changed. Yes. The scriptures are personalized. Yes, it's, it's instead of us, it is I. I've made it, yes. you know, the Lord is my shepherd. So it's so yes, important sir. that we, we just personalize our prayers. That's, every time you speak God's word, expect a miracle. Take his name yes. and there's a miracle. You were there last week, Daphne, and you'll see the powerful anointing. So, you know. Yes, brother, I did feel that. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank Praise you. God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you. Praise the Lord, brother. Yes, Christina. Thank you. Thank you so much for your testimonies. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being with us, leading us and teaching us. And especially for Brother Savi's reflections, the one on obedience from the heart a few weeks ago or last week had so much to reflect on. And as well as the morning encounter with the Lord, with Sister Shanine this week. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. And I have two testimonies to praise and thank the Holy Spirit for. Uh, last week, I went to a morning mass at a parish a few suburbs away from my local parish. And I locked my front door and put the keys in my pocket. And when I returned home, I couldn't find my keys. And after double checking my pockets and my car, I said a prayer to the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for showing me where my keys are. And straight away, I got the words in my spirit, go back to where you came from. And I did get a thought that it was a bit far to go back to the parish, but immediately I said out loud, I'm sorry, Holy Spirit. Thank you for telling me where my keys are. I'm going right now. And when I arrived at the parish, I checked the area where my car had been parked, but saw nothing. And then I walked back up to the chapel and praise the Lord. My keys were still lying on the ground near the front steps. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. And also my child had to walk to school one morning in rainy weather. So we made a prayer of agreement by Matthew 18, 19. Thank you, Jesus, for your authority in your name, Lord. I cast out this rain cloud into the sea just until the children get to school. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this creative miracle. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. A short while later, the rain eased up just enough for him to get to school. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Thank, Thank you, you, brother. Thank, Thank you, brother. God bless you. Thank you. Brother Vivek. Yeah, Newton. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother, I have three testimonies. Can I share three? Please, please, please. We need the, the testimony. first testimony is last time I told you that the bus is full Amen. and it's overflowing and it activated in this month. I have to tell so many children there is no place in the bus and refuse. And I thank the Lord for taking care of all the children. And in the morning when I get up and I worship the Lord, I always surrender everything into his hands. And the second one is, I have gone to start another school. I do two schools over here and it's starting on Monday. 
and i was worried i just started saying i want a lady attendance to handle the children over there and so i was just started looking out for it suddenly the holy spirit told me i am there with you i will do things do not worry the word of jesus says do not worry i am there cast your burden unto me and it, i just said lord i give it to you your word says that i will send the holy spirit the helper and he will be and he will give whatever i have taught you he will bring it to your mind and i took the word of god i said lord you said you are there with us the end of time and i have the holy spirit in me which is more stronger than the worldly spirit and second day there was a call from the lady attendant who was last time working with me she said she had told me last a month ago i'm not going to work i cannot handle this job the same person calls me and asks me can i come to work for you Amen. so i praise god for that and wow. another third testimony is of my son joash a very important thing he was never in press and brother often you know he <laughs> never wanted jesus i don't want jesus i don't want to see any prayers i don't want anything i want to live a man who don't believe in god uh, brother want to say at least something this about that now yeah he used it, to it, say it. that word he used to say that word i am doing jesus jesus is nothing and i want to level i'll go to work i'll earn so much money i'll be the richest man i'll be an advocate i'm going to do this everything is money god is nothing read the bible i don't read the bible and he was so aggressive the moment the word of god come he used to run away he used to talk so many things he used to even say so many things against the lord but it happened on the day of pentecost it was two days before my wife had got a uh, our church animator had come and told her there's a youth uh, retreat in the vinalaya randeri so send joash over there and retreat means he used to say i don't want to come you all go i'll stay at home only but in spite of her doing all this i used to always get up in the morning and i used to pray in tongues i used to offer him up <laughs> to the lord telling jesus that you are transform my son joash he is serving you lord in your kingdom and i can see him lord doing that i can see my son praying with me in tongues i can see him lord reading your word i can see him lord preaching your word i can see him lord evangelizing the youths and i'm yes. telling you jesus it is done in the name of jesus i believe it is done amen and every day he used to tell me what dada you get up in the morning and play the guitar and sing that hymn hail mary full of grace every day you're not feeling bored or what in the corner you sit over there in the kitchen corner i told him joash you don't know what i'm doing but something is happening you will see the manifestation of the lord you cannot see in the physical realm in the spiritual realm i can see yes and things went on 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 my son went for the retreat and he told me i want to dada come to pick me up i and my wife went on the day of pentecost he comes running towards me and tells me dada you know what happened the holy spirit came and the priest gave a interpretation the joyce rodrick has received the gift of tongue wow <laughs> praise god <laughs> and brother he said i was shivering there was a chillness of 15 degree that over there my hands automatically went on top and i was crying i'm trying to control myself i can't stop crying and i've seen jesus he came there in touch of many of the youths were touched and that i have done a confession which i have not done in my life and brother he was away from confession i don't go to that priest he used to say many thing against the priest he said i have done my confession what i have not told that the holy spirit revealed i confessed 
and i was crying so badly that uh, he came home and he told his mother he is to do something which he had his weakness yet brother yes. now he has totally given up on that he told mama i will not do that again and yes. he came and he started sharing the word of god with me and brother i thank jesus so much why you know i mm-hmm. always used to believe i only used to pray lord i know you have blessed him with a good career i don't pray for anything only i want to pray one thing bless my son joyce lord to serve you in your kingdom Amen. rest of the lord i'm not bothered you know his college you know his career you know his job i want to focus on one thing i want to see my son before i leave this planet earth serving you in your kingdom lord that was my prayer and he told me dada dada today i'll tell you money is not everything jesus is everything wow i told that what are you saying money is not everything dada has to always tell you money is everything god has not power money has power but he said today i know that jesus is power true absolutely <laughs> he said not money but jesus i told him you know he saying dada i know today that the richest i told him joyce the richest man in this world even if they have jesus he is poor but the poorest man in the world if he have jesus is rich amen yes sir yes true newton i'm sure i feel so i i feel so wonderful newton remember the first day we prayed for joash yes brother when when you when your wife was not convinced conceiving and how the yes. today Uh, has brought has come in his life and today i'm saying i prophesy in the name of jesus that he will serve the kingdom of god if and that is that is you remember one thing today when i was praying to the lord i asked the lord yes. he chooses people he chooses the one he wants to bless so he's yes, chosen joash right from before he was conceived in the womb amen he's going to work for the kingdom of god and newton it's all god's plan that he brought you to me and allowed you to come yes brother allowed you the connection to start today you got your own ministry but you still come here and pre- you also give this testimonies but i tell you yes, one thing brother. this testimony is going to help not only the number of children i'm sure hundreds of people have put amen here there are so many yes, children brother. who have made money their god and it's so difficult yes. for parents and i tell you today this testimony is going to go and reach out to the planet earth and every person Amen. on this earth will listen and realize that Christ is alive. Amen. Jesus Christ is alive. And I I still Amen. remember you started off saying the bus is empty I said bus is full. Yes. <laughs> Today it's not only full you have to stop taking people. So what God does actually is overflow you. See yes, this brother. is this is a testimony which started on this prayer group and right now yes. you can hear the same man giving the testimony that the bus is so full he cannot take more people you, it is so so clear that when you speak god's words when you speak philippians 419 when you speak it out from your mouth and say lord the bus is full i have received the job i have got all my finances to pay all the bills and luton who will provide if someone asks you who will pay your bill what will you answer uh, jesus the lord will provide you know lord. the lord will provide it his it is his provision we only have to serve him and what you said is absolutely right when you have jesus in your life you will never lack that is 100% yes. guaranteed stamped none of the kingdom people will lack anything in this life because if the poorest man has jesus he is the richest in the kingdom of heaven yes. so poverty is not out of 
your wealth, the poverty is not having Christ. And you truly yes. said that. And actually, that is exactly the truth. So thank you, brother, for that wonderful testimony. And yeah, it is, it is so, uh, you know, from the time I met you, I think how many years now? 2000, I think 22 years. Yes, back, brother. Uh, much more than that when I was to see you, catch you for the Pepsi and all that. But yes, uh, yeah, more than that. But yeah, the Lord has, you know, has used you mightily, Newton. And truly, uh, that wonderful faith that you have is what we should all have to trust God in that way. Thank you, brother, for sharing that. Brother, to make the last thing I'll tell you, there is a lot of power in praying in tongues, which I used to never do it. But after I started praying in tongues, there are wonderful things happening in Lord and the Holy Spirit really guides and shows where you should go, where you should not go. And I pray that all the youths be blessed and receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit. They have received the anointing of the Holy Spirit and their lives transformed in Jesus' okay. name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, and Newton, see, you Thank keep you. on prophesying it. Just don't say it. Say, Newton, keep on, like how you prayed for Joash, play for the youth. Yeah. Maybe the yes, Lord brother. is using you to bless the youth. Remember, that's the gift of miracles that you have got. Use it yes. to prophesy. Keep on prophesying that the youth are blessed. They have the gift of tongues. They are going to get the word of God. They will all preach the gospel. We need evangelization. And who's going to do that? The youth. You're getting it? Yes. So keep on speaking that from your mouth. Okay, brother. Thank you. Thank you, Newton. God bless you. Thank you, you. brother. Yeah. God bless you. Too. Yes, who would like, would like to testify? Come on, just like Newton, open your mouth and testify. This is the time to give glory to God. It's the best time of your life. Oh, brother Vivek, this is Benny. Uh, I'd like to um, yeah. just thank, thank um, all the uh, testimonies. The people I've been here on this group maybe about three to four years, and uh, it has um, tra transformed my mind. You know, I I will not conform to this world. I was before be before this. I was uh, very um, uh, stressed before I come to this group. I I'm, uh, I remember my daughter who was in, in sort of like a with a boy, and they've been into. Uh, uh, staying here with me, they've been to like drugs and all that stuff. But um, but then one day, um, yeah, we just had a uh, just a uh, well to me, just it was sort of like a um, uh, an experience with the supernatural. Ever since then, I th I think this day I've always been um, not as knowledgeable in the in the word of God, I was blessed that the Holy Spirit led me to this group. It was um, the first time when she done a confession. Uh, when, when I took her to a local church, you know, to confess her sins and etc. But that's when we come back and it was sort of like I got an experience with this uh, supernatural thing. And I, like, if I, I didn't have that sort of like the knowledge and the kind of like the skill at that time, but I wish uh, I noticed, you know, I thought that, you know, like what we heard, you know, God was with me. I was always being like a believing God, but as I said, the knowledge wasn't there, but with this supernatural 
encounter. Yeah, I believe it wasn't the um, the spirit of God in her. And he was talking. He was talking in a very um, eerie voice and stuff like that. To me, I was uh, it was something. It was, I was afraid because uh, I did not know what to do and stuff like that. But anyhow, um, this what probably led led to me to this Holy Spirit group was one day I seen a pamphlet of um a brother Johnson uh, was coming for his uh, healing session. And I've read the details, you know, I'm coming to cities, uh, learn the word of God and stuff like that. And I thought, oh, geez, this is like a kind of a time where I was also like, before this, before that time, I was thinking if ever they have these um, lessons that they could actually teach what the scriptures mean and stuff like that. And um, that's how I uh, got involved with it when uh, Brother Johnson came down to Mass and that, and then I went to the St. Daphne, Daphne's um, uh, Mass where he taught, and he, it was about three se uh, sessions in that weekend. So I attended every one, but yeah, just the, all the testimonies and what I've seen, the healings and stuff like that was a blessing because um, that's when I thought, oh yeah, this is where the uh, Holy Spirit was in action and how people in that knowledge um, taught how the way they spoke and how the way they in, in used it in practical sense. And I thought that this was a blessing. And I thank the Lord for leading me to this. And it took someone also from the other side of the world from India to come, to come and show it and stuff like that. So God, Wherever you are, he's, he's upon, his eyes upon the world, beholding everything good and evil. So he's a living spirit. And just to uh, thank uh, the Holy uh, Brother, Brother Johnson and all, all youth group now, teaching all the knowledge of God. And this way, I, uh, it has really transformed my life and renewed my mind, actually. And, uh, and I can't, I can't, um, I am blessed. And our uh, precious blood is always upon us. And, yeah, I never had um, the, it's given me a spirit of um, uh, power and love. Now I don't feel so, I feel at peace. And uh, it just, and it continues to grow. I keep learning stuff. And even from these testimonies that you just give, um, yeah, I just keep, it's always good because you keep learning something new all the time. This is where it gets much more enlightening there's still some more um, testimonies i look forward to in the future and um i yes. thank the lord for that also thank like to thank also my boy my daughter's our birthday tomorrow and all the ones who are having a birthday this month um to thank the lord lord's peace love and in their hearts and the holy spirit and the precious blood of jesus upon them and their families and the wonderful week that's gone by and all you's uh, is done up until now, and I thank you very much. Thank you, Brother Vidic, Brother Russell, Brother Sergio, and Sister Shanine for your good, dedicated work. And it's been blessed, and always looking forward to um, listening to your sessions to learn. Gives me peace and joy. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Ani.
Who else would like to share and give glory to God? Brother, I would like to share my testimony. This is Anjali. Yes. And this is the yes. second time, brother, I'm attending attending this praise and worship, brother. Yep. And uh, I would like to actually, I'm a converted. I got I and my family got converted into Christian, brother. Okay. There's a lot of things that God has done in our life, in my family life, brother. Oh. When in our difficult time, also Lord Jesus had taken lot of care. He never let me and my family to fall down, brother. During my bad, bad times, he was always supporting me and my family, brother. Yes. And this is a small testimony, testimony to glorify my Lord. That before I used to get fear, like what will happen. Every time we have that fear, brother, in our mind as a being a human. But now in Isaiah, as it is said, forty-one ten, do not fear, for I am with you. I have always, I am always telling this uh, scripture, brother. And I really now I'm so bold, brother. I don't like fear. I am not fear of anything. I am fully yep. depend on my Lord. And I also tell my husband, don't be fear. He is there to take care of us. But yes. before also he has taken care. He will not leave now. Also he is there with us. Praise God. Yesterday, yeah, praise the Lord, brother. And yesterday, then as my husband, we were at home. We were going to attend our. Uh, seven of praise and worship. Every Thursday we have this praise and worship. So mm -hmm. every Thursday we attend. But yesterday my husband he got a call from his job that there is some problem in the uh, the field. He's working in KOC, brother, oil field. Mm -hmm. So there's some problem. He got a call. Okay, come. This is a problem. Is there? So while going to the job, he said, Lord, please don't give me the big job because once, brother, there's some problem. If this is a big job, then he has to uh, stay there overnight. Mm -hmm. It was a long big job. So he said, Lord, please don't give me this big job. And he said this prayer and he just he left. On his way, he was praying. And when he went there, he saw what are the problem is there. He was checking with the operator and all. Else. And thus, it took only a five minutes, brother, to solve that problem. Wow, praise God. Yeah. And he was praising the Lord. Thank you, Lord. And that operator also who was there present that day, yesterday, it was a little tough. Like, nah, uh, yep. so yesterday we thanked my husband. Thank you that uh, you have done a great job in my in all the field where I was working, but I've never seen the person like you. You have a good knowledge and experience. So this my husband, he thanked the Lord. Only because of Lord you, this is the praise I'm getting. Yes, and uh, secondly, brother, my husband's brother-in-law, he had a cancer, then... Uh, this is a uh, one year had passed and all the treatment was done in Bangalore and uh, he was not able to walk. Treatment was going, medicine is under medicine and he was walking with the help of a support. But yesterday, my husband, her sister told my husband that uh, he is walk walking without the support. He started walking without the support. So this yes. is all the praise and glory to our Lord Jesus Christ and oh. Holy Spirit taking care of us, taking my family, my children. Amen. This is a small testimony in the name of the Lord. Thank you. And I thank, thank you, Lord Jesus, and Holy Spirit, always taking care of us, guiding us. And the workplace also, Holy Spirit, always guide me and my husband is taking my daughter also at the workplace. Because this is a testimony, and I'm very grateful, brother, that Lord Jesus has given me and my family the place at his feet. Otherwise, we, we don't know where would have been. But I'm very thankful for the Lord. 
Praise and God. I'm very Praise happy that I'm under the precious blood of Jesus Christ and my family. Amen. Thank, Thank you, you so Lord much. Jesus. Wow, what Thank lovely you. faith, Anjali. Uh, please, uh, if you can join our prayer group, we'll be so blessed to have you. Uh, Russell, can you please yes. share the link? Yeah, please. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's, yeah. Are you part of our prayer group? Are you part of the Brisbane prayer group? On, no. On, no, okay. brother. Yeah, Russell will share yeah. you the link. Someone will give you the oh. link. Over. So please check that link. Okay. Russell will share you. Okay, so, right. yeah. okay. You join our group. There's right. a lot. Of, you'll get a lot of blessing because there's a lot of people who okay. pray. That's okay, right. thank you. God bless you. Yeah. Yes. Who else would like to share? So wonderful to see such simple faith, but such powerful results. God sees the heart, not the just the mind, it's just the heart that is seen. Beautiful. Yeah, who would like to praise God and give glory to God? Yes, brother, I would like to praise and thank the Lord. Yesterday, yeah. mommy, Alan and I, we had gone to the hospital for our routine checkup and all the reports are normal. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the resurrection power working daily in our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone was blessed by last week's teaching or the teaching before that on authority and has it helped your life using the name Jesus? Are you seeing miracles? I asked you to practically apply this in your daily life. If someone applied this prayer and your own prayer and seen miracles, can you please share? So now you're using what you're learning and applying it and seeing the word of God work for you. Has the name of Jesus have power in your life? Does the name of Jesus be? How much do you love Jesus? That's the first question. Hi, Vivek. Shanine here. I just wanted to praise and thank the Lord for his such powerful name. Thank you for your powerful teachings over the last couple of weeks. And the Lord had put on my heart to use his song with his name tonight in praise and worship. Amen. His name was so powerful. I'd just like to, to give glory to God for all the graces and blessings he's given me and my family. Everyone I pray for, all this prayer group, everyone we pray for, we praise and thank you, Lord, for answered prayers. We give you glory, Lord. Mm. And, thank, and thank the Lord for you, Vivek and Russell and Janelle and Savio and, and Daphne, you know, you are all just a blessing, a blessing to each one of us. We give glory to God for that. Thank you, Jesus. We all serve the living God. So all of us are here to serve the Lord. And all glory to him. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. I also thank and praise God for me being part of this wonderful prayer group. And the Lord has given me this gift of this prayer group to serve and you know, use, I never dreamt one day I'd be preaching what the word of God. But today God is using me to bring peace to people's lives, to preach the word and teach people how to make prayers, make powerful prayers and how to make, how to see changes happening in their own realm and to 
also believe that the spirit realm is more real than the physical realm and that's how the holy spirit speaks to me all the time all the time i tell you speak to the holy spirit because he's real he understands you he knows everything about you every thought about you if you start speaking you will start seeing the glory of god like never before and he'll make jesus christ come alive to you that is the work of the holy spirit it is the holy spirit who makes jesus christ come alive and that's when you say jesus you are my lord you are my god because of the word of god so if anyone is touched by the teachings over the last number of years you've joined the group maybe couple of years back or some may have joined one month back two months two years if your life has changed why don't you unmute and give glory to god remember you're not praising the preacher but the lord has directed you to this group at least thank god for that if that is something you could say thank you to we still have some time to take testimonies Brother Vivek, I would like to thank my Lord for the gift of life, yes. for his guidance and protection over my friends and family. I have a testimony for my daughter who I've been praying for um, to get acceptance in a, in a university, which didn't come for quite some time. And until the last day, I was starting to get worried, but the Lord has got his plans and i know it's always the plans so i did not give up and i and i said to my lord that you have plans for her and i know your plans are better than ours so you won't believe it the very last day she got an acceptance in a university that i didn't really count on but after she got acceptance i I started to look into it and I thought it was the very best for her at this point of time. And so I praise my Lord for wow. for you know actually having his hands of protection over us. Thank you. He's also blessed me all through the past weeks from the time I've joined this group. I found so much of peace, understanding, patience has it in my life. This group and the prayers and the word of god has really changed my life thank you jesus i i also thank brother savia and janelle who have silently you know been praying for one of my friends who who was looking for a job she got i mean she was removed she was she's a nurse and she was laid off the job because of some discrimination uh, that she I do not know the story exactly, but whatever it was, I I asked her to keep her faith in God and that He would provide her another job. And just yesterday, uh, she told me that she she got a job. Wow. So I praise and thank my God for that as well. Praise God. Wonderful. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus you is for- my wisdom, my righteousness, and my sanctif- sanctification. Yes. and my redemption Absolutely. i believe in that thank you jesus thank you marina thank you for thank you. testifying and standing up and testifying thank you jesus jesus yes anyone else would like to testify
Brother, there's a testimony shared by Caroline in the chat. She can't speak at this stage, so I'll just read that out for the benefit of yeah. everyone. Good. So she has said, hello, everyone. Since I'm at work, I can't unmute myself and speak. I have a testimony for my friend. I had asked her to already start thanking God for the gift of a child. So this is a woman praying for the gift of a child. And she, so Caroline has advised her to start thanking God for the gift of a child. And she's been doing that religiously for the past few months. And today that person has come back to her to say she has conceived after four years of marriage. So she would like to give glory to God today for that miracle. Praise God. Thank Praise you, God. Jesus. Praise God. Yeah, Russell, any announcements from your side? Yeah. Um, the first one is um, about the healing session that we're conducting tomorrow. So this would be at 3.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Um, this, would be done, this would be held at uh, St. Gerard Magella in Brisbane. And we've posted, uh, I've posted the address and details of that session tomorrow on our Telegram group, which I'll post it again tonight for those that are in or are living near Brisbane and would like to attend that session in person. So there'll be a little teaching on healing followed by a healing session that will be conducted there. So that's between 3.30 to 5.30 p.m. tomorrow afternoon. We will also stream it live on YouTube and on Zoom for those that are outside of Brisbane or any other part of the world that would like to attend. Um, please feel free to attend. I'll try and put the different time zones as well accordingly for the different parts of the world so that you can attend accordingly. Yep. We also hold our Friday Bible study sessions now onwards will be held every first Friday of the month at St. Dimpna's Church in Aspley. We started off last Friday. There were a few of us present there, but a very powerful anointing. And a lot of you who have attended that session, even online, have felt the presence. I can assure you that presence when you're there in person is even more stronger. So those that are in Brisbane, I strongly encourage you to come and attend in person. If you can't make it early in the evening, starting with the praise and worship at 5.30 because of you know, having work commitments and leaving a little later, that's fine. You can join whatever time you're able to reach there. But just coming there, it's, it's not about staying the whole session essentially, but more importantly is you receive the presence of God and you come with an empty heart for that. When you come empty, you receive. Um, those of you that are attending, to that, that are not yet on uh, uh, telegram group i shall just share the link again i put it earlier so look at the chat window in your zoom group those that are on youtube as well will already see the link there please click that link and you can join our, our prayer group on telegram um, you will find a lot of other people that um, share the same faith and pray with each other the, there's a lot that we um, receive uh, when we share that faith and that you know that that fellowship with each other and with god there there are powerful uh, reflections shared by brother savio there as well as on our facebook page live every single day he shares them uh, we have the morning encounters with the lord that are run every morning we have the every evening at 7 p.m monday to thursday we have the rosary and the divine mercy prayer and on Fridays, that is today, every Fridays, it's done at 3 p.m. because of the Friday evening Bible study session. So you can attend all of those as well. If you are enjoying those teachings, please share them with someone in your family or friend circle that you know needs to listen to that message of that day. Whether it is the reflection or it is the, the morning praying in tongue session or the Bible study session. If you know someone that needs that, share it with them. Invite them to the group. Anyone that needs prayers, invite them to post 
their prayer requests on the Telegram group. There are so many people that are ever so willing and eager to pray for you. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. There's a there's a uh, testimony on the prayer group. I mean, to share that as well. <clears throat> I think it's on, on the chat. Yeah. So there, there's a testimony here that says, there are a lot of struggles in my family members' life, but I know I can conquer it all by the word of God and destroy every work of the enemy who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. When you know you can now, sister, please claim it in the name of Jesus and speak it Amen. out. Just like Brother Newton said, keep speaking, keep prophesying. And do not leave until you see that. Do not leave it until you see that manifest. We claim Praise it God. in our prayer of agreement as well in the name of Jesus. And we say, Amen. 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 And there's another one she has shared about her daughter getting the job on the top. That's again, glory to God. I remember this was an important prayer. Again, a prayer of agreement. Yeah, she is. Yeah, that's another one where she said, Praise Jesus. I had sent a prayer request to Brother Vivek for my daughter who was jobless for three months. And brother said to me to make positive declarations and asked me to confess Isaiah 55 verse 10 to 11. And now she's got a job. It's been a month now, although is not many hours of work, but it's a permanent job. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you, brother Vivek. Thank you. Thank you. All glory to the Lord, not to the preacher. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, anyone else would like to testify? I've uh, got a small teaching tonight. It's the third part. Uh, so if anyone would like to testify, I'm still open to taking one or two more testimonies. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Okay, if there's no testimony, then let's start. Let's give glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Abhi, let's start the teaching. And this is the third part of the principle of spiritual protection. And yeah, I guess the Lord wanted it to be three parts. It was always going to be one part, but it was a lot of depth. So in the first part of the teaching, we've seen the authority of the centurion. And one thing we learned in the first part, which was very important, is that the centurion, he knew the authority of Jesus in the realm of the spirit. And we also understand and understood that 2 Corinthians 4.18 spoke of the realm of the spirit being more powerful. And that's why it's very, very important that we understand the, the, how, how, how when we speak the name Jesus out of our mouth, we just use the name Jesus out of our mouth and there was a powerful anointing of the Holy Ghost. And that is so important when we speak the name Jesus. Uh, and as we went down, we realized that authority should always be downwards. So you have an authority and you use the authority. And that's the way with the centurion. So if we understood the centurion's prayer and understood the way he says, I have authority when I tell someone to go, he goes. When I said someone to come, he comes. Do this and he does that. And he said, you just take the word and I, my servant shall be healed. So when we go to church, remember when you say this prayer, remember the 
authority you're coming under when you're speaking the word when jesus speaks that word you are healed so as you realize and as newton testified and it's so true the realm of the spirit is where all the healing takes place where all the prayers are answered it's not in the physical realm where the prayers get answered it gets answered in the spiritual realm and it's our faith that pulls it from the spirit realm to the physical realm so the moment you make a prayer it is already answered but the point here is you're waiting the patience between the time it shows from the spirit spiritual realm to the physical realm is where your faith gets tested and at that point of time your declaration of faith is what makes that prayer get answered so it's important for us to understand that every prayer or everything that we speak should be a positive declaration we have learned this and it's so important that when you wake up as i shared last time we are talking about spiritual forces in the wicked places we have we cannot fight as a lone person we need to fight as a church as a team and one uh, each of us praying for one another so it's very important for us to understand do not take the devil lightly you have to pour the precious blood of jesus daily upon your your life on your family upon your job your work everything and also on the brisbane prayer group and their families do this daily do not allow your day to start without this it's very very critical i have said this and i'm saying this because we know that when we are in the realm of the spirit there's protection under the precious blood so remember this every day of your life you need to do this so thank and praise god and have this uh, prayer protection we learnt about the authority in the church and there we learnt about paul calling himself an apostle of christ and what it means by apostle apostleship is to go forth when we go out and go and preach god's word then we also learnt in the in the the last session about the members of one body we realized that everyone plays a part in the entire church you cannot say that the head is the most important and the mouth is not so important or the hands or legs are not very important every part of the body is important and so the body of christ is the church which is very very important and that's why every christian who's following christ has to look at this very very importantly and he knows that he has already predestined something for us that's what we learned in ephesians 1 3 to 12 when we left uh, read that now and we also realized <clears throat> it's important the last thing that we learned there that the spiritual warfare is the real thing that happens now i just want to ask a question here before i start and obviously uh the spiritual warfare is real and we have to take the authority of the name of jesus you can't fight as a lone ranger even if you have the powerful anointing i shared about a branch and how if you break one branch it's easier to break one branch but when it becomes four or five branches together it gets very difficult and that's what a collective faith of people can do when they pray together so that is important we also learned what the holy spirit taught of uh, last time about a mango do not just ask for a mango tree but ask for a mango forest and how did he share that is that every time you have a mango there's a seed you plant that seed and every mango tree would give 100 mangoes say 100 mango seeds would build up 100 more trees every year the same mango tree will get more mangoes in the next 10 years you will have a forest and that's why the lord wants our vision to be strong and that's exactly what he was talking about souls 
every time you bring one person to this prayer group, that person gets touched and he takes that seed, goes to somebody else, to their family. Now you save one person, but the, that person has saved his family, which would be three or four more people, maybe two children and their spouse or someone in their family. And that's the way we grow a forest. So the Lord talked about saving souls as well. And that's why people who stand up to evangelize always are blessed because they go out to do God's work and God is faithful. And we spoke about that as well. Today, as we go to understanding this last part of the teaching, <clears throat> I pray in a special way that the, the, my lips will only speak God's word and his word alone. May the precious blood of Jesus be upon us. And Savio, can you just take me to heralding Isaiah 55, 10, 11? Remember, we always herald his word that the word that leaves our mouth will not come back till it completes the work for which it has been sent. Let's speak Isaiah 55, 10, 11. There was a teaching on herald, if, uh, heralding of the word of God. Russell, can you share that for people who have not attended that? So we're 10, 11, yes. For as, for as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there without watering the earth and making it produce and sprout and providing seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So will my word be which goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the purpose for which I sent it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so today we are going to understand what happens. Today, it's all good when we are talking about, you know, being in the Lord, being the body of Christ. But remember the real thing at end times, especially at times like these, what will happen is now the third part of the teaching. So this is God's warning to us that we need to be on our vigil. And we need to know that the enemy is waiting like a roaring lion to devour anyone he gets a chance. So do not think that a spiritual warfare is only a one-day job that you stand up and say, I'm the body of Christ. And it is written, Satan, sickness, sin, disease, you have no power and place in me. You've got to speak this all the time and use scriptures for your spiritual warfare because this is what we need to know and use. <clears throat> Very importantly, we speak it out of our mouth. We just don't wait for it in the mind because that's where the battlefield takes place in the mind. So in the midst of abounding lawless, lawlessness is what we're going to go to and understand this part of it. Now, the essence of lawlessness, what do you mean by lawlessness, Savio? Uh, carelessness or not following any uh, laws as such, just breaking the laws. Okay, suppose you are driving a car and there are no signals. What will happen? Yes. And there are different lanes. You're driving the car. So are you feeling yes, safe? No, they wouldn't be safe. How many of you will crash. be safe? I mean, just opening it up, you know, it's, it's important for us to understand. I'm just taking a traffic. 
So you just go in a traffic jam and there is no signal. Forget the accidents, but will you reach home properly? I mean, in one piece, if that is the case. No. Okay. Now, lawlessness is like, so we follow the traffic rules and we reach our destination. Is that correct? We are so confident when the signal is green, you can just, you just go at a particular speed without even looking left, right. Just go straight. Are you getting it? Because we are confident that the signal system is working well, isn't it? <clears throat> Whenever you dial someone's number, you are confident that the phone will connect and you will speak to the person. Correct or no? Yes. When you call the person, you get a you understand there's a ringtone and there's a person on the other hand who hears it and say, Oh, Savio calling and picks up the phone and you connect. Is that correct? Yes. There is a particular network in the telecom that is following a particular process. If we follow that process, take the phone, dial a number, click on a particular which says dial, and you know, we follow the process, we get the result. Correct? Yes. What if you dial any number? Would we get to the person? No. So there is a, a particular you know process that we need to follow, correct? And this that's correct. what our day with everything that we do. You got to respect it. Now, lawlessness means totally rejection of authority. Okay. So when we reject authority in totality, that is basically lawlessness. Now, this is a feature of our total culture. And it is a feature today as Newton really gave a testimony of the youth today. Many people do not believe God exists. Savi, do you know there are people who are atheists? Yes. Yes. Atheists are people who don't believe that there's any God. Yes. Okay. And they just think that this is all a waste of time talking about God or talking about anything of that sort. Yes. They are successful in their business, doing, making good money. That is for them. That is their religion. That there is their God. Yes. My God is my money. My God is my business. And that's my God. Nothing more. They don't like to talk about anything other than their business or their money. Okay. So they are limited to that. My point here is Christ never came only for the ones who are saved. Okay. He came for the ones who are not saved as well. And he came for everyone. He never came just for the righteous. And none of us are righteous, including me. Can I not put my hand up and say, I'm a righteous man? There, God is holy. There's nothing in me I can say that I can be close to God. Every day I need to stand up and throw that ego and pride. Every morning, this is my prayer, brothers and sisters in Christ. Lord, take away the ego and pride and destroy it. Because without humility, you can't serve God. You agree with me, Sabi? Yes. Without humility, it is impossible to get the Lord in your life. If somebody asks me, brother, how do you get the anointing? And I want to share with you, there's a powerful secret in that. Whenever you worship God, so whenever you, whenever there's a, you know, stand, stand to preach the word of God, I normally worship the Lord. If I get a great amount of time, I go on my knees and prostrate myself and just start praising God in tongues. Just go out and all. What I do at that point is I say, Lord, I'm nothing. To the point that I feel that nothingness in me, a point where every ego and pride is out of me, at that point of time, you feel like crying bitterly because you realize how wretched you are and God has loved you so much. If anyone has felt this when you pray, can you put an amen? So I know someone relates to me as what I'm talking about. This is where you surrender yourself completely to God. Worshipping is emptying yourself to God. When you give everything of your flesh, because see, flesh is not saved. 
the only thing that is saved is your spirit remember this truth everyone thinks i am saved but i'll tell you one thing take this flesh and go out immediately you will have bad thoughts when you go outside okay you flesh can never be saved and will never be saved so don't waste time saving it because you are saved in your spirit man has three parts the flesh the soul and so it's the body the soul and the spirit when your spirit is saved the spirit has dominance over your body through the mind okay let alone you if there is no mind you'll be just like an animal maybe worse than an animal if you allow this flesh to take over so remember one thing just the word of god that keeps you alive and active and that's why it is sharper than a double edged sword at the point at which i cry bitterly at that point the anointing is complete it fills me like the fire somebody wanted to ask me brother i want to feel that same thing so how many of you want to feel that anointing like the power of god coming to you in that fire format and it just consumes you absolutely and takes you into that realm of the spirit and that's where you understand how real the holy spirit is and how the realm of the spirit is so real at that point of time he said lord fill me with your love jesus take all of me and give me all of you at that time your prayer of that prayer becomes complete because i tell you when you feel that nothingness in that nothingness is the greatness of god lord in my weakness is thy strength so this is where the anointing comes in and when the anointing comes the holy spirit becomes so real to you you feel that glory of god like never before beautiful experience of the anointing and that's when the holy spirit wants to pray you wonder what the holy spirit morning to night the holy spirit wants to pray how many of you relate to me with what i'm trying to say put an amen because i'm i'm just trying to share with you that we serve a living god i want you to know that i feel very bad i sometimes cry when people don't testify because you wonder what do i testify about i'm sure people might be saying what do i talk about brother saying to testify what do i tell about what do i testify there is nothing to testify i say the fact that you are alive is a testimony how do you how are you so guaranteed that every day you are going to be alive the fact that you are alive is a testimony you stand up and say lord i thank you for keeping me alive that is a testimony so my point here is realize that do not the day you realize when the holy spirit comes alive to you you will testify for maybe 10 hours you can speak non stop you can confess your sins non stop to the lord you can talk about your weakness with pride and say lord this is my weakness but you are stronger than my weakness why do you do that because the lord is alive you can't do that in the flesh so today as i started this i want to share with you many of us pray lord take away my alcohol lord take away this problem lord take away this problem now you don't realize that you cannot save yourself in the flesh if you keep your flesh open it's a carnal mind it will keep doing the same thing you can only save yourself in the spirit and the only way to save yourself in the spirit is the word of god when that word comes inside and becomes alive the very things you were doing you can't do it again and that happens because the word is alive you need to have your spirit filled with the word not your flesh so people think that the flesh to be saved let me stop drinking now savio let me ask you if somebody stops drinking okay is not saved just stops drinking okay i will stop drinking okay 
for one week he can stop this is his own will power okay two weeks he can stop three weeks he can stop but remember one thing if something happens what will happen if something bad happens to in his life will he go back to the bottle yes definitely and he'll drink for the all for all four weeks yes. correct yes he'll make up for the four weeks at one shot and that will be the worst thing that can happen to that person now when you have the holy spirit you don't leave that drinks and feel bad about it you feel that the lord has taken he is more powerful than that area of your life and you give him glory for that area okay and that's how people starts getting saved the same man the same thing but today his mind is renewed with word of god and that word of god changes the way he looks at the bottle now he does not bother because that does not that why is he drinking because you are stressed about something drinking is not the solution it is a way out today christ is become a solution i wonder everything i have today is jesus like newton said everything i have is jesus then why do i worry why to worry because anyway he is going to take care of me so today as we understand this anarchy it is all about realizing that there is no god and then you become you know absolutely like an animal so there is a widespread contempt for any rules or regulation that interfere with each person's individual liberty many people say i am free you heard this word sabio yeah. i am free to take do anything i want in my life nobody should bother about me and i don't care anything about others i don't care nothing about what people tell me because i am free i can do whatever i want are you getting <clears throat> so you get to a point where you're so fearless and freedom becomes a part of you to such an extent that you can do anything and you feel even if you do the wrong things they are right now this is the point where satan gets in i want you to know brothers and sisters in christ the devil attacks you in the mind and when the holy spirit is there he will tell you that this is not me it is the devil who speaking to you and at that point you realize that is why we pray in a special way and we should pray for spiritual discernment to understand which voice is speaking to us and that's the point when you realize you need to get into a warfare it is the demons that are come to attack and at that point when you use your spiritual warfare that's the time when you realize that you are actually strong in the word of god because when the devil says one more peg you can drink who cares just drink and you say yeah who cares let me drink and then you drink the whole bottle now the people don't realize the person who's drinking has the devil as it steal kill and destroy you are stolen of your joy killed of your conscience and then your your soul is destroyed forever so that's the soul that gets destroyed so let's understand one thing anarchy comes when the when people use liberty and they don't use it according to god's word and they don't surrender to the lord that is when the problem comes in people are very forceful in asserting their rights yet they are very reluctant to acknowledging their responsibilities they want to assert that this is my right i need to this i am so and so but when they come to their own responsibility people don't want to talk about that they say why should i talk of that tell me about my rights so the consequence is a condition bordering on anarchy so anarchy is nothing but rejection of authority and you do not care about the rules and laws it's a lawless society can you think of this savio as a lawless society what happens yes 
you know i mean just lawless absolutely yeah. lawless people are doing anything they want and there is no law and order so as christians we are we have have to guard ourselves against this kind of attitude and this is happening in these times you can see the youth they are going astray totally totally astray nobody to guide them they are absolutely astray and that's where we come in and bring the youth to the to christ see this is the best time where the lord was speaking today today to me and he says vivek whenever we go for a party you invite guests isn't it sabhi you agree with me yes now suppose you invite 100 guests now why am i talking this this is exactly what the holy spirit taught me today and i said lord what has this got to do with the preaching he said you have to preach it i said 100 people if you invite savio will we cook for 100 people yes now many times if you call 100 people and you cook for 100 people but only 50 turn up what happens and it does happen what about the food for 50 people you cooked would that be wasted or no yes so the the thing is whenever you call for a party would you have something called rsvp yes whenever you invite someone for a party you have something called rsvp this is what the holy spirit also showed me i said he said rsvp means you ask the person to respond by a particular date whether you are coming or not okay it's normally one week before the party correct yes so and at that suppose you realize that only 60 people have confirmed so you will cook only for 60 people correct yes now on the day of the party maybe another 5 10 people will not arrive because of whatever reason but still you know you cook for 60 and you know around 50 55 people arrived so you are almost good with the food it has not got much wasted it can be used now the lord was relating this and said today you have the bible study session where the word of god is going to be shared the word of god is an eternal food okay it's the table of grace the table of plenty i tell you all of you who are listening and watching you will never lack in your life you will always have plenty i speak this in declaration because i know god's word says it i speak this over your life over my life over everyone who's watching this or listening to this because i know god's word is alive and active and when i prophesy it it will come alive okay plenty not just in finances but in every area of your life because i know who i serve is real okay and i'm not saying that just because i can speak it i'm saying that with the authority which the word of god has given me with that same authority of the word so i just speak what god has told in his word my point here is when we serve the living god can't we go out and invite people to a party like this where the table of plenty or the table of grace is there when god's grace is upon someone's life the blessings will overtake that person you may run away but the blessings will chase you down imagine how beautiful would that life be where god qualifies the unqualified he will catch you and say hey you're not qualified i will qualify you now this is how the lord works in our life and i share this with you because we have to understand the opposite of anarchy is god's kingdom where there are rules if you follow the rules you get the result and that's why we have to understand the word of god i pray in a special way for all our youth today so that they cling on to god's word otherwise the media will destroy them in some way or the other by getting on media or getting into bad company <clears throat> and we feel that the youth don't realize and they feel that's a cool way and that's the best way out so the first and foremost we must cultivate and maintain an attitude of respect and obedience to god our father which is very critical when we say god the father 
Abba Father, when we speak, we're speaking to the Father who is the source of everything, who gave Jesus to us. There has to be the fear of God in our heart when we stand to worship God because he is everything. That, that aura, I stand in awe of you, in awe of the presence of the Lord is what we need to get. And we have that same respect towards Jesus, our Lord and Savior, who stood up and died for you and me on the cross. And because of him, we can stand with confidence and go to the heavenly, the heavenly realms and pray that prayer in the name of Jesus. We come in your presence, O oh Lord. And yes, because of Jesus, we can enter in and ask and pray and believe that his favor is upon us. Now, this is important that this will be expressed in, a, in an attitude of respect and obedience towards God's word and the scripture. The only way you can respect God is through his word. Now, Jesus is the word we know in John 1.1. 1, 1, and without his word, nothing was accomplished. Without Jesus, nothing was done. So with him, everything was done. So think of it. When, G when God spoke the word, let there be light, there was light. When God calls the unseen into the seen, as in Romans 4.17, he expects us to do the same. He expects us to call the things that are not seen from the realm of the spirit to the realm of the flesh or the realm of what we see in the seen realm. So it's important to realize that when we speak, we don't speak with what we see, but we speak with what we want to see. And that's what God's word says. Now in John 14, chapter 23 to 24, he says about his word. Can you just take me there? Fourteen twenty three to twenty four. Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will follow my word, and my father will love him, and we will come to him and make our dwelling with him. The one who does not love me does not follow my words. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the father's who sent me. Okay, so here again, the, the concept of authority comes in. The word that is his is not his, but the father that is sent me. But how beautiful it is. And how many of you want the Trinity to live in your heart? How many of us want the Holy Trinity to live in our heart? This is the scripture that says it. If anyone loves me, he will follow my word. And my father will love him. And we will come to him and make our dwelling with him. Now think of it. If the father, son and spirit lives and dwells in us. How beautiful is that? Isn't that heaven's of Yes, amen. When you have this, the, the Trinity who comes and dwells in your heart, there's anything that you could fear in, in, in this life when the Trinity lives and dwells in you. No. There cannot be something more greater than that. Like Newton said today, 
the poorest man on earth having Jesus is the richest in the world. You agree, Asal? Yes. But the richest man without Jesus is still poor because he has, does not have Christ. Yes. You know, we have that hymn, Savi. We have everything yes. when you have Christ. Then you have Christ. Yes. So, yes. So that's the thing. Now, the thing of anarchy at the other hand is, remember, he who does not love me will not keep my word. So the, the, the Lord is not talking about just listening to his word. What is he talking about? He's not talking of hearers of word. He wants people to be doers of the word of God. Isn't it? Yes, to follow his So word. you have to be a doer of the word of God. So he, everywhere in James we see faith without works is dead. So if there is no work accomplishing whatever we speak, if we don't take a corresponding action to the word of God, then that faith is not, it is not real faith. Are you getting me? Yes. It is not actual faith, which is just a superficial faith. The faith that Christ talks about is you take my word and apply it in your life. I said last week, when you took the name Jesus, there was power. I only took it because I wanted you to know that the realm of the spirit is real. Okay, people say, oh, is the spirit real? Is the Holy Spirit real? He is real. The point is when you speak his name over a situation, it changes. I shared this in Philippians 2, 9 and 10. I want you to speak this over your life. Now, if Brother Vivek preaches, but if you do not apply it, then you're doing exactly that. The one who listens to my word, but does not follow my word. What is the use of listening to it? The Lord is asking you to apply that word. He's saying, try me out. So try my word and see it works. Okay. Now, my point here is we may make claims to love God or may even pray long and a long prayers and preach long sermons. Okay. But in the last resort, if we do not honor and obey God, one uh, more than we obey his word. Okay, so obeying his word is critical. Then in the midst of the uh, prevailing lawlessness, as we see, it would be appropriate for each of us to make a fresh affirmation of our undeserved and total submission to the authority of scripture. Now, because remember one thing, every scripture is an inspiration of God. Do you agree, Savi? Yes. Okay, 2 Timothy 3.16. Take me there, 2 Timothy 3.16. Now, every scripture is from God. It is written by God through the, through the Holy Spirit. So when you speak this word, you see changes in your life. We are seeing so many miracles when people are speaking the word of God. The I confess boldly. Continuously start speaking the scripture. If you are getting, every time you get panic attacks or if you're getting fear every time, just speak the scripture. Take 2 Timothy 1.7 and say, God has not given me a spirit of fear. Immediately you realize, yes, why should I am I worried? Why am I worried about fear when God has not given me that spirit? That spirit is not from God. And you realize that you can claim it. So all scripture, can you read? All scripture is inspired by God and beneficial for teaching, for rebuke, for correction, for training in righteousness. So all scripture is inspired by what? By whom? By God. So is the scripture that we speak God's word? Yes. And is, does, does God's word go over above his name? Yes. So if we know God's word goes above his name, it means his name is above everything, but he says, my word goes before me. So when I speak God's word, he's not going to change it because if it's written there, it happens. And Jesus is our high priest who stands there and makes our confession on our behalf. He basically is standing on our behalf and standing as an advocate on our behalf in the heavenly realms. So it's important that you preach God's word and speak it out. Because if you don't love Jesus, 
you don't love his word that's very very clearly mentioned so this is where our discipline comes in and as i spoke of anarchy there's one scripture there i want you to take me through matthew chapter 24 verse 12 i shared one thing with you and i always share this with you whenever you pray and whenever you praying the word of god the devil will always run away remember my words when you are praying there will be a kind of a burp there'll be a kind of a sneeze you'll yawn remember the words spoken through god you know the the spirit leaving any kind of a demon trying to harass you and trying to come in will always leave as a breath so this is something i've always noticed so whenever you pray and whenever you pray that <clears throat> a spare especially a spiritual warfare prayer you take any scripture which you want which is close to you but you have to hold it as a believer do not wait for brother vivek to come and pray this with you <clears throat> take any scripture it's part of our i confess boldly no weapon mm-hmm. fashioned against me shall prosper that's one scripture i am the body of christ you can use that one okay the one within me is more powerful than the one in the world i submit myself to god resist the devil and he flees from me use these three or four scriptures keep this in your arsenal as a warrior so when you fight back it says it is written and speak it out as you speak it out you realize immediately a wind will leave you how many of you experience this so you understand what i'm saying yes so the yes. the any spirit is a kind of a wind okay so it's basically any evil spirit tries to it'll be a yawn there'll be a cough there'll be a sneeze okay there'll be a, that kind of thing that happens and i tell you you'll realize that simply you'll feel that peace immediately when you're using these scriptures i want someone to at least acknowledge saying an amen that you know whenever you use spiritual warfare scriptures you feel that peace when that evil one or tormentor leaves you and this happens to all the all the believers and we should start moving in this realm don't wait for a preacher to come and pray with you start holding on to these scriptures you need it you have no choice and saying oh why should i hold up to a scripture i can ask brother vivek or brother russell to pray that will not work so i want you to understand that you have to hold on to the scripture and spiritual warfare is real it is not something that is only preached you will experience it daily okay <clears throat> so this is important take me to that scripture again because the lawlessness and because lawlessness is increased most people's love will become cold and this is so truthful sir do you agree with me yes absolutely people have become so cold hearted today they don't feel anything okay and it's it's very very it's sad but people you you see people they don't have any feelings for you okay they will not even say sorry to you are you understanding even if yes. they hit you or do something wrong also they don't feel like saying sorry because they feel why should i say sorry i'm yes. not wrong so people don't even know they are making a mistake okay uh, it's it's become to that extent because the lawlessness is increased the most people's love will become cold there'll be no love and where there's no love there's no question of a law that is there in place now that's why i share this with you that if we do not have god's word in us then that scripture won't come alive i have always said this from the time i'm preaching i'm sure brother russell is here remember russell when we preached at dimpnas every time we preached only one thing 
please open the bible and read and meditate do you remember yes from that time we started off every session only one thing i said <clears throat> is make the word of god personal to you in your life make jesus christ personal and if you do that you will see that change in your life jesus is a miracle worker i speak this and i say this on record if you use that word jesus from your mouth expect your miracle it has to happen it is not a choice where god just chose jesus by random and said you your name is a choice if people decide to use it maybe that will work he says at the name of jesus can you take me to that philippians 2 9 and 10 <clears throat> i want you to use the scripture in your life every day it's very powerful take it in your workplace at the name of jesus my boss and his mindset will change because i speak the name of jesus he will instead of shouting at me or saying anything to me he will bless me you you for your own self see things change i want you to apply this and see it and change the scripture according to it <clears throat> for this reason i'll read it for this reason also god exalted his name or god highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name so at the name of jesus now this is a command at the name of jesus every situation or every need change it to situation okay can we make this situation can we say every jobless person will get a job every sick person will be healed every person in a financial debt will be totally be he'll get financially totally free god will pay his bills at the name of jesus a person who's struggling in their marriage that marriage will be blessed at the name of jesus a person who's searching for a house will find the house at the name of jesus a person who was praying for an, a prayer will get a child a child will be in that person's womb because we prayed at the name of jesus people who are put cases on you who are even if the police has got after you even if your passport is seized even if you are not allowed to leave that land you will leave the land because of the name jesus because every situation will bow to the name of jesus can we use this in our daily life can someone at least put an amen there because i'm preaching it looks like only i'm using this name i want you to realize otherwise you'll come back to the preacher and that's the worst thing that will happen you'll come back to me and say brother please now pray for me use that name for me i want you to realize that the preacher does not have the power otherwise the preachers will become god and we are not god we are humans all i want you to know is when you use that name you have to see that miracle in your life this is god's word and it will come to pass in your life speak it in your situation it's written here at the name of jesus every situation will bow every knee means every person knee means every human being has to bow to that name if your spouse is a drunkard who drinks day and night and fights and hits and hammers you speak the name jesus in his life continuously 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 keep speaking and say you spirit of alcohol you have no power and place in my husband or wife or any person or your brother sister any person and i tell you after some point of time your husband will throw that bottle out and he lose the taste of if your brother or any person or cousin or anyone who's into drinking will stop drinking i prophesy this in the name mm-hmm. of jesus i want this i made the same prayer for somebody and i have seen this miracle i just want to share this with you the preacher does not have the power all of us believers this is our authority to take the name jesus this is what god has given us 
And please, if we don't take this authority, then who do you expect to take the authority? And when do you expect to take it? If you're praying for a job, use the name Jesus and say at the name of Jesus, the job has already come because by boss, the destiny helper has been activated and he will connect with me and give me that job. I have got this job because of the name Jesus. It is so simple. I'm, I'm just saying this. It is so simple. All we have to do is believe. And that belief will only come when the word of God is in. I'm going to give you all one secret today. Let's try to finish this. Uh, because otherwise I don't want to take the fourth session. Uh, let's, let's get to the second part. The Holy Spirit taught me something. And I'm going to give that to you. So let's go to the second part of our teaching today. It's about personal relationships. Now, one more thing is that we need to have a personal relationship with God. And that's critical. Okay. Remember, the word of God makes you have Jesus Christ come alive in your life. But now you must be wondering, yes, all this is sounding very good. Jesus alive, Jesus alive. We brother, we wake up, Jesus, Jesus. Who makes Jesus come alive? The Holy Spirit. Now the Holy Spirit is the only job the Holy Spirit is to make Jesus Christ come alive in your life. Make Jesus and who is Jesus is the word. That word becomes alive and active and that word start dominating your life. When that starts happening, Every time some situation comes, the word, the, the scripture will come in front of you. That's the time when the Holy Spirit has built that temple with the scriptures that you have provided. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The first hearing is when you speak the word. The second hearing is when the Holy Spirit gives you that word in that situation. And when you realize if you are doing something wrong with your body, that's when the Holy Spirit says, this is mine, it's not your body. And then you realize, oh, fine, this is not my property. Okay. Would you take somebody else's car and bang it, Sarla? No. Can you take somebody's car and drive it anyhow and bang it? Well, you know, suppose it's very costly. You'll have to sell everything to pay for the car, isn't it? Yes. Okay. So would you trade that? Like, if you can't do that with your car, then your body is not your own. Let me yes. tell you, it belongs to God. You've got to take care of it. Because the word of God says you'll be judged according to what you do with your body. There's a scripture on that. So I want you to share with you that you got to be understanding when the Lord comes alive in your life, the scripture will speak to you. And that is what I'm saying is the born again experience. When the Holy Spirit brings that word of God into your situation. How many of us relate with this? How many of you experience this? Can you put an amen to this to give glory to God? Where the Holy Spirit speaks with scriptures to you. And many times if you're trying to do something wrong, you just can't do it. You just can't do it. And it's not possible because he's alive now. He takes away. He's taken you over. Praise God. You become the rem of Galatians 2.20. I now no longer live. Savio, do you experience this? Yes. You can't do things that you did before with ease. It's so difficult. Are you getting me? Yes. Maybe you could give bad words before so easily. Speak vulgar language so easily. But today, the, the purest of purest the, the very living God lives in us. You cannot speak anything out of your mouth because you realize the word that leaves your mouth, you are responsible for it because the Lord says life and death are in the power of your tongue. He who loves it will eat its fruit. And then you squeak quiet and say, sorry, Lord, I made a mistake. You break every curse in the name of Jesus. And then you realize that's the only way to break a curse. So, when we have a personal relationship with Christ, we realize that the word of God has to be abided by. 
So one of our main areas in which our submission to God and his word will be tested is that of our personal relationship. Now, Jesus has laid down some very strict rules and this is important. Take me to one scripture. Okay, let's go Mark 11, 25, 26. Now, many of us pray Mark 11, 24. Okay. And you say, yes, when I pray, believe I have received and it shall be mine. And I know I have received it. But the Lord puts a condition there in the very next scripture. And he says, if you don't follow 25, I will not give you 24. So I want you to understand. Let's do 24 and then do 25 and 26. Therefore, I say to you, all things for which you pray and ask, believe that you have received them and they will be granted to you. And whenever you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against anyone, so that your Father who is in heaven will also forgive you for your offenses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father who is in heaven forgive you your offenses. Amen. So the point here is, if you look at 24, it clearly says, therefore I stand and pray and believe that you have received them and it shall be granted to you. But many people stop on 24, but not understanding that 25 is also part of 24. You agree, Savio? Yes. And whenever you stand to pray, forgive if you have anything against anyone. Now, forgiveness is not an act okay, of faith. It's an act of will. We choose to forgive because God forgave us. It's simple. He forgave us. We forgive. Because he forgave us, we forgive others. And in another scripture it says, if you do not forgive, then he puts you to the tormentors. Now, who are the tormentors, Savio? They are the they wicked didn't. spirits yeah. who keep wickeding and tormenting us all the time. Okay, so let's be careful about this and understand this. Forgiveness is an act of will. It's not an act of faith. It's not saying, oh, when I have faith, I'll forgive. I choose to make that forgiveness and say, I forgive so-and-so in the name of Jesus. It's as simple as that. Okay. If someone has hurt you badly, you choose to love that person because Christ loves you. He said, I love this person in the name of Jesus and I forgive this person for what he has done for me, against me. I love that brother and sister in the name of Jesus. Now, if you do that, it's just the Holy Spirit who's alive in you, who's allowing you to do that. But remember, if you do 25, then 24 is yours. So it's very important for that. Now, again, at the pattern prayer with Jesus taught his disciples, take me into Matthew chapter 6, 9 to 13. Okay, yes, if you look at 9 to 13, is the Our Father. Now, verse 12, what does it say? And forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. Now, isn't this a condition, Savio? Yes. Okay, forgive us our trespasses, as we say, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Now, forgive us our debts. Every time we sin, we owe God something. Okay? And when God says, I have forgiven you your sin, then you have to choose. You say, Lord, as you forgive me, I have forgiven my debtors. Okay? 
now you cannot go against god because you are saying this the our father many people pray for deliverance where is the deliverance are you does it come before or after the de- after the forgiveness deliverance is after the forgiveness look at verse 13 what does it say and do not lead us into temptation but deliver us from evil so if verse 12 is not done would 13 happen no so do you understand how the devil gets in this is yes. a loophole and this is how the demonic is open to the entry which god itself has said if you don't forgive i will not forgive you and if that happens he cannot lead us he says do not lead us into temptation but he says i'll throw you to the tormentors exactly that happens and he says deliver from evil but you are actually delivered to the tormentors why you think people are having struggles in their life beyond what they can take it is because of unforgiveness somewhere along the line please understand this this is a very eye opener for people who have not understood the prayer i the our father the our father comes with a condition it says if you forgive you have forgiven me i choose to forgive my debtors is that clear sir yes and if there is any demonic trying to trouble you if you follow the verse 12 the 13 is a guarantee and says i will not lead you to temptation and deliver you from all evil but if you do not do verse 12 then you are opening yourself up to the spiritual wickedness and the wicked spirits this is how they understand and this is how they go and tell the lord when they fight this is how satan went to job and when he was fighting against job he was saying i cannot touch him because you have put a hedge against him remove his hedge and you see what i do to him. so this is how they make so satan is basically an accuser okay so he accuses now the point is then when he says see look this brother has not done this so you have to your word says you'll give him give him to the tormentors and that's how a demonic enters and that's how you open yourself up to this kind of an evil uh, you know evil spirit entering they will come and torment you they won't possess you but torment you and start def- defeating you in every area of your life that's how people start getting into drugs all kinds of things because they choose not to forgive now this can be at any level but i share this with you because the lord opened it up to me when you follow the our father and understand the whole prayer it's one of the most beautiful prayers in the bible that's why jesus said just say this prayer that's all that's you need but in that prayer we don't realize that we are asking for deliverance but not realizing that if we don't forgive there's no question of deliverance it will not happen is that clear sabio yes so this is clear to everyone i hope all of us have understanding that this does not work if we have no forgiveness now we need to remember that forgiving another person is not an expression of emotion but it's not an act of emotion you said oh i feel like forgiving i'll forgive not today maybe tomorrow i'll forgive okay but an act of self discipline on act of what we decide to do for this we can depend on the holy spirit who is the spirit of power love and of self discipline that's again 2 timothy 17 we have that god has not given me a spirit of fear but a power love and a sound mind or self discipline so this comes from the holy spirit now self discipline is also required to have that kind of attitude which paul talks of in ephesians chapter 5 verse 21 can you take me there and subject yourselves 
to one another in the fear of Christ. Now you have to have the fear of God in you and the fear of Christ in you. If there is no fear of God in you, you'll say, but nobody is looking. Savio, don't you feel so? If you yes. pinch small things from the office or do something, you don't feel like anybody is looking. Okay. Who cares? Yes. But when you know God is looking at you, there's a change of your attitude, isn't it? Yes. Yes. So that is what we have to understand. That's the meaning of fear of Christ. Let the fear of God be in you always because he will direct your path. I shared this with you last week that acknowledge Jesus Christ in your marriage. Acknowledge him in every relationship. I tell you, there is a lot of miracle when you take that name Jesus. I want you to start using the name Jesus with power and understanding. You have it on your family. Speak blessings over your family, over your children. You would start seeing your own children start studying, getting better jobs, doing well, acknowledging Christ in their life. Things will be so beautiful. There'll be a praying family because the Holy Spirit loves to pray. Day and night, the Holy Spirit loves to pray because it's holy, loves holiness. So it is something beautiful that will happen when you accept, you acknowledge Jesus Christ in every area of our life. So Submitting ourselves to one another in the fear of God, we have done that. So the attitude of mutual submission is the key to the right relationships, both in home and in the church. So we submit ourselves, wives be subject to their husbands and husbands be subject to their wives. So unless there's a mutual love, there is no question of love taking place because that's what the word of God says. Christians who refuse to forgive others. Now, this is where the problem comes. Most of the problem, most of the deliverance cases comes because of lack of forgiveness. Most of it. Someone has done something and someone chooses not to forgive. He says, not even if I die, not even in this world, I'll forgive. Have you heard that, Savio? Yes. Not on my grave, I'll forgive the person. You see, impossible. I'll never ever forgive the person. The point is you don't realize that you are holding, that is again affecting you, not that person. When you forgive that person, you get released from that bondage. You get out of that bondage. It is not you're just trying to hold coal, hot coal to your chest and saying, I won't get burnt. The moment you forgive, you're throwing that away and realizing you're free. So you're setting yourself free if you do that. But see, Christians who refuse to forgive others or to submit to one another in defiance of scripture, the root problem of this is again lawlessness. They do not know the scripture and do not follow it. They speak anything, whatever comes to their mouth. They have opened themselves to the spirit prevailing in the world around them. And it will, it will make them vulnerable to the evil angels or the evil spirits that come in who are relentless enemies in the heavenly places. I tell you one thing, Satan is very organized. He knows what area of your life you're weak. And that's why he puts his evil demons to get to attack you. And they wait for a chance. And in this area, they go to God and say, look, he has not forgiven. Why don't we attack him? So, okay. The word of God says you can, you'll be torn to the tormentors and you open the rem to them. Now the point is it anyone can fall. It's not just the question who's the person in, who's righteous or not righteous. If that word of God does not come alive to you at that point of time and you choose not to forgive, anyone can fall because Satan is an accuser. He will first make you go into a problem and then say, see God, he has done this. And your word says that he should be under our torment now. And then it's the word of God. They go and follow it. So remember, as we understand the word, Satan twists the word and that's his job to do it. So that's why the word of God has to be inside us. So that's very important. 
now we have going to learn the last part of our teaching today and i pray that i can actually share with you what the holy spirit taught me today in scripture and it's important for us to understand to make that prayer <clears throat> three uncompromising demands that we should have as christians and this is critical in our spiritual life this was the very reason why we started this teaching it's in three points but this is what we have learned throughout the last three sessions okay the uncompromising demands of god that applies to every christian the first one is respects for christ's authority operating in and through each local church we have to acknowledge jesus christ that he has formulated the church and we come under the authority of the church now church is a group of believers and we go to church and we have to follow the teachings of the church and that's why we go to church and respect it but church is the church of believers believers who believe christ that jesus christ is the lord of their life and that he is everything for them because he is the only way to the father okay now the first thing is to respect christ's authority that is operating in and through each local church the second one is unqualified forgiveness of all who have wronged us or harmed us there is no question about it if you don't forget forgive your subject to the demonic forces who have an entry point now do you realize why people are tormented tortured why they seeing horrible lives all the time it is because of this is because they choose not to forgive the devil goes and accuses in front of god and says look this brother has done so and so thing now let me enter his life because he has not forgiven and it is the word of god god's word goes above his name so please remember one thing if we understand god's word we will never fall into the hands of the evil one never okay because love will always be in our life when there is no love there is lawlessness and the people's love gets cold that happens when there is no love there's total lawlessness when we have no respect for authority we have no respect for god's word in our life so make jesus christ alive in our life that is what christ is for us today and the third one is uh the attitude of submissiveness towards our fellow christians now it's very important that we are humble at all times okay and respect authority and when we are submissive first christ comes as the center of our life and then we are submissive to other christians or fellow christians here what we are saying is to be humble and not be proud and say i know everything i am so and so who are you okay it can take one sim- single thing for a person to fall from his pride you agree sir yes so you got to be very careful people who are proud you never know what your tomorrow will be be very careful to be humble and submit yourself to one another in the fear of christ and this is the third and the most important part of the calm compromising demands obedience in these three areas provides christian with a covering of spiritual authority okay that protects them from the attacks of satanic angels in the heavenly places okay disobedience makes christians vulnerable, vulnerable to such attacks and that's why i pray that we respect the authority of christ vested in his church we renew ourselves towards forgiveness and are totally submissive to one another and that's why when we understand warfare we will get to know this very clearly when we understand why the devil is trying to come in and attack us i want to share one thing now with this teaching why the lord shared this with me we will go to the book of 
uh, 1 Kings chapter 18 verse 20 to 38. Now it's a little long, but at the prayer at the end is what I want to share with you, which is important. I want you to realize why am I sharing all this okay with the teaching is that when you start making such prayers, remember forgiveness is a part of every prayer you make. So every morning as I get up, I first thing do is that, Lord, I'm sorry for the sins I committed. At the end of the day, also at the beginning of the day, I forgive all the people who have hurt me okay, in my life. Because if that unforgiveness comes in, I can't pray. And then I start making my prayers. So do this every day. When you choose to ask for God's forgiveness, then you forgive the people who have hurt you. Now, so if you look at, there are two, this, and this is important in our life. Please understand this. Okay, for people who want this, this is a bonus part, not part of this teaching, but this is what the Lord taught me today. And I'm sharing, I share everything with you, which the Holy Spirit gives me. Now, Ahab was a person or king who are basically was worshipping Baal. Okay? And we know this scripture, but I just wanted to share why it is important, how God works in our life. Elijah is a prophet and he approaches the people. And now I'll read quickly. Savio, I think I'll read it. Just pay attention. So Ahab sent orders among the, all the sons of Israel and brought the prophets together at Mount Carmel. Remember, there were 450 prophets of Baal. Okay, This is what they worshipped. Then Elijah approached all the people and said, how long are you going to struggle with the two choices? Okay, They are not sure which is the real God. And now many people who meet you will tell you, why am I sharing this with you? When you go evangelizing, you know you serve the living God. When everyone says every God is same, doesn't matter. You know who's real to you. When someone says there is no God, and this is all waste of time you're doing, daddy, mommy, what you're wasting your time praying like this, praying these tongues, doesn't make sense. You need to make the person known that there is God is alive. Then Elijah approached and said, how long are you going to struggle with these two choices? Okay, which is the real God? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if, if it is Baal, then you follow him. Okay, but the people did not answer him and so, so much as a word. Okay, did not answer him so much as a word. Then Elijah said to the prophets, I alone am left as the prophet of the Lord. Remember, he's one and Baal's prophets are 450 men. Okay. Now he has, now have them given us two oxen, means there are two oxen that are given and have them choose one ox for them and cut it up, you know, cut each of them into half and place it on the wood, but put no fire under it. So now these are two different altars, the altar of Baal and the altar of the living God. Okay, and put no fire under it. And I will prepare the other ox and lay it on the wood and I will put no fire under it. So this is the Lord himself when you're actually, you know, putting this and someone says there is no God and someone, see today everyone tells us this. And that's why it comes so much in our lives to realize that we serve the living God. Then you call on the name of your God and I will call on the name of my God. It is the Lord. And the God who answers by fire, he is God. And all the people replied, yes, this is a good idea. Okay. Now, verse 25 onwards. So Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, choose the one ox for yourself and prepare it since there are many of you. And I'll call on the name of your God and, and put no fire under the ox. Then they took the ox and was given to them and they prepared it. And they called on the name of Baal. Now, how many of us call any other name? Okay, 
we sing satanic songs many a times we are christians we go to church but sing the songs you agree or no sabio yes how many of us you know are hey, that is okay doesn't matter a little bit here and that's okay do you taking the devil's name is fun it's nice you do not know the repercussions of what happens the person just speaks it and then don't know what happens after this now they take the name of bal from morning until noon saying oh bal answer us oh bal answer us but there was no voice and no one answered and they limped around the altar they made uh, they had made at noon elijah ridiculed them and said call out with a loud voice since he is a god undoubtedly he must be attending to business he was making fun of them remember that and on his way and said maybe he is asleep he'll get up if you shout loudly so they cried out with a loud voice and cut themselves according to their custom nowhere in the bible it said that you need to cut yourself but so many religions around the world say you need to hurt yourself do you have you heard that or not yes yes that? yes so many religions says you need to cut yourself cut that blood has to flow from you then god will hear okay our god does not tell you to any of the sort no way has he told you take this put that all these are superstitions nothing happens when you do such things okay only the word of god is the answer to our prayer and if you also have been superstitious say sorry god that have been superstitious i will start trusting the living word you speak that word and see for your own self whether that miracle takes place in your life maybe you're praying for a person or praying for your husband who's a drunkard let me take an example you are doing everything you spoke to this one that one gone to this one that one gone to a hindu bhai this or some person and asked him remove this devil nothing happened you speak the word of god and speak you spirit of drunkenness i command you to leave in the name of jesus okay because you are speaking over your own family and speaking that that authority of the name of jesus will take that spirit away your husband will stop drinking try it yourself i'm speaking this with authority because i know god's word is true okay perhaps he is asleep imagine he is telling those people 450 people your god is asleep just shout loudly he is sleeping i think he is very busy maybe doing some other business so they cried out with a loud voice and they you know cut themselves when midday went past they raved until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice but there was no voice no one answered no one paid attention then elijah comes this is the evening huh? remember they are doing it right from morning Elijah said to the people come forward to me so all the people came forward to him and he repaired the altar that was actually destroyed okay altar of the lord which was been torn down then elijah took 12 stones which are the 12 tribes of the son of jacob now the 12 stones jacob means israel okay so he says whom the word of the lord came and says israel shall be your name that's what happened when jacob became israel and with the stones that is verse 32 he built an altar in the name of the lord and he made a trench around the altar large enough to hold two measures of seed imagine how large around the altar large enough to hold two measures of seed okay then he laid out wood and he cut the ox in pieces and placed it on the wood and he said now look at this fill four large jars with water and pour it on the burnt offering now tell me one thing if you put water is there chance of fire coming no okay. no i'm asking any one of you also if you realize yes. this if you say no you realize that what savio is saying he has put an ox there and he's put water on top of it he is dug a pit and what he says and he said do it the second time not one time second time he says do it the second time so do do it a second imagine they are pouring water in the pit okay this is a fire has to come obviously when there's water how can there be fire okay 
Then he says, go a third time. And now, if you look at the verse 35, what it says, the water flowed around the altar and also filled the trench with water. Means the water was full. It was on top of the altar. Now, I'm just checking at this stage. Many times in our life, the water has become so full, we are drowned with an expectation the devil shows us impossible. Do you agree with me? Put an yes. amen here. Yes. Many times in our situation when you're praying, like you're praying for your child to get a job or do well or your job or them, and the situation comes when the water is full and, the, and you see it and say, now it is impossible because your mind has been trained to know that if the water fills up the trench and there's no chance of the fire coming on that situation because there can't be a miracle here. Okay. Why am I done all this today? Why the teaching and why every Friday you get something from the Holy Spirit is Elijah's prayer. Okay, this is the prayer that you and I as believers, the 45 people who are listening and how many people on YouTube and the people who will listen till this time, okay, who chose not to leave because the last is always the best. At that time, Elijah, the prophet, come, come down, go up. <clears throat> this is the prayer that he made, okay? Then at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice, Elijah, the prophet, approached and said, Lord, now underline the prayer. Lord God of Abraham, Isaac and Israel. This is the same prayer you and I will pray. Today let it be known that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant. Okay. And that I have all done these things at your word. Okay. When you pray these 10 prayers, I promise you in the name of Jesus and by his authority that what you speak will come to pass. Okay. Answer me, Lord, answer me so that these people may know that you, Lord, are God and that you have turned their heart back. Means you're bringing your people back. And then this is the prayer. Now, we always will make this prayer in the name of Jesus. Okay. Whenever we say, Father God, God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob or Jacob, you say Israel, obviously, let it be known that you are God in Israel and that we are your people. You can make it personalize it and that I am your servant and that I have done all these things at your word. Answer me, Lord, answer me so that people will know that you are God and that you have turned their heart back. And verse 38, then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed that burnt offering and the wood and the stones and the dust and it lit up the water. It means even the water was evaporated that was in the trench. And when all the people saw this, they fell on their faces and then they said, the Lord, he is God. He is God. Okay. Now my point is, then he seizes the prophets of Baal and do not let any one of them escape. He sleezes them and slaughters them there and destroys them. My point here is, can we make this prayer? Can you type a yes there? Remember when we taught on Ezekiel chapter 37, there was such a powerful, you know, during that time when people made that prayer, even the dead situations were coming to life. People who have never conceived God children, people who have never seen a job for 10 years, 5 years, 2 years, 3 years, they made those prayers, it came to happen. Why they spoke that word exactly as it was in the Bible. Then the Lord taught us John chapter 11. Okay. And he says, Jesus, you have heard us. You, you always hear us. When he spoke with command there and you spoke that prayer, we've seen people miracles happening. This is the third one. You will seek this prayer, verse 36 onwards. Okay. 
i wish someone can write it and put it on our you know instagram the way it is written okay but remember you always approach the father god in the name of jesus now why all this happens okay take me to uh, god is a jealous god deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 15 when you go and worship any other god he says i am a jealous god i will go down your generations if you start worshiping anyone other than me and that's why it's very dangerous deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 15 okay you shall not bow or down to them or worship them for i the lord your god am a jealous god visiting the iniquity of the fathers or their children to the third and fourth generation for those who hate me for the lord your god who is among you is a jealous god okay so it's it's clear uh 6 verse 15 yeah for the lord your god who is in the midst of his jealous god so you have to follow him my point here is that so when you tell god that you are mighty and i worship you because you are mighty and so that the people can come back to you i'm speaking this and i'm doing it as per your word their fire came on the water consumed the water the dust the stones and every part of the water was taken off and the burnt offering one thing i tell you and this scripture is very important also with the holy spirit gave me today take me to psalms 105 verse 8 to 10 and we will close with the blessings of deuteronomy chapter 28 today you will sabio so i'll read it you'll come back with me for people who want blessings in their life deuteronomy 28 verse 1 to 14 remember we pray that that's what the lord gave me today so take me to psalms 105 verse 8 to 10 hold on to the scripture again in your in your prayer and remember when you pray this it's important for us to remember this okay can you read it he has remembered his covenant forever the word which he commanded to a thousand generations the covenant which he made with abraham and his oath to isaac then he confirmed it to jacob as a statute to israel as an everlasting covenant and who are we sapio are we israel yes so when we are israel we have an everlasting covenant with god i tell yes. you if you understand the scripture and start understanding the word of god you live a very powerful life because you know what god has written there and you know what he has done because if he has written it he'll do it if you stand up and say lord this is your word i speak your word that's it he just this is what happened to baal there were 450 prophets worshiping baal and one worshiping the living god and he spoke that prayer and that prayer was answered i want you to understand today your prayer is answered let's go to deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1 to 14 for people who want blessings in their life you repeat this after me we pray with that same anointing and 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 when we speak this word from our mouth remember blessings overtake us okay because we will read god's word and we'll understand it work and speak it <clears throat> okay savio i'll speak and then you repeat after me there are 14 of them so remember you can always speak this over your life daily okay and this is a blessing now it shall be if you diligently obey the lord your god now it shall be if you diligently obey the lord your god please repeat and speak it loud okay for people who are listening do not unmute so the blessing comes upon you and your family being careful to do all his commandments being careful to do all his commandments 
which i am commanding you today which i am commanding you today that the lord your god that the lord your god will put you high above all the nations will put you high above all the nations of the earth of the earth and these blessings will come to you and all these blessings will come to you and reach you and reach you if you obey the lord your god if you obey the lord your god okay let's go ahead blessed be blessed will you be in the city blessed will you be in the city and blessed will you be in the country and blessed will you be in the country and blessed you will you be in your workplace and blessed will you be in your workplace blessed will be the children of your womb blessed will be the children of your womb and the produce of your ground and the produce of your ground and the offsprings of your animals and the offspring of your animals the newborn of your herd the newborn of your herd and the young of your flock and the young of your flock blessed will be your basket blessed will be your basket and your kneading bowl and your kneading bowl which will always be full which will always be full blessed will be blessed will you be blessed will you be when you come in when you come in and blessed will you be when you go out and blessed will you be when you go out the lord will cause your enemies who rise up against you the lord will cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated by you to be defeated by you they will go out against you one way they will go out against you one way and will flee at your presence seven ways and will flee at your presence seven ways the lord will command the blessing for you in your barns the lord will command the blessings for you in your barns and in everything that you put your hand to and in everything that you put your hand to and he will bless you in the land and he will bless you in the land and in the job and in the job or in the business or in the business that the lord god is giving you that the lord your god is giving you the lord will establish you as a holy people to himself the lord will establish you as a holy people to himself, to himself. as he swore to you as he swore to you if you keep the commandments of the lord your god and walk in his ways if you keep the commandments of the lord your god and walk in his ways so all the peoples of the earth will see so all the peoples of the earth will see that you are that you are called by the name of the lord called by the name of the lord and they will be afraid of you and they will be afraid of you and the lord will give you more than enough prosperity and the lord 
will give you more than enough prosperity in the children of your womb in the children of your womb in the offspring of your livestock in the offspring of your livestock in the produce of your ground and in the produce of your ground in your jobs in your finances in your relationships in your jobs in your finances in your relationships in your health in your health in your spiritual life in your spiritual life and in the land which the lord swore to your fathers to give you and in the land which the lord swore to your fathers so, yeah, to your to fathers give you, to, give. to give you the lord will open for you his good storehouse the lord will open for you his good storehouse the heavens the heavens to give rain to your land in its season to give rain to your land in its season and to bless every work of your hand and to bless every work of your hand and you will lend to many nations and you will lend to many nations but you will not borrow but you will not borrow and the lord will make you the head and the lord will make you the head and not the tail and not the tail you will be above and not be underneath you and you will only be above and not be underneath if you listen to the commandments of the lord your god if you listen to the commandments of the lord your god which i am commanding you to follow them carefully which i am commanding you today to follow them carefully and do not turn aside from any of the words which i am commanding you today and do not turn aside from any of the words which i am commanding you today to the right or to the left to the right or to the left or to pursue other gods or to serve them or to pursue other gods to serve them amen amen okay we have prayed this prayer of prosperity how many of you believed you are blessed so we are blessed yes amen i am blessed too and your families are also blessed because of this prayer okay all your families you have prayed this over them as well okay god bless all of us and this wonderful prayer group called the holy spirit brisbane prayer group who loves us and he's always with us please invite your friends and family i'm personally coming brother rasul will be there tomorrow there's a healing session so if you can come to brisbane uh, brother rasul will put it on the group you can meet me as well if you want to pray it agreement as well you can meet me in person on brother rasul as well uh sister shanin and savion janel also will be there so if you like to meet us also we'll be there for the healing session and also it will help all of us uh yes it'll be a wonderful session so looking forward to seeing whoever can come and otherwise be online you will get a wonderful it'll be a wonderful session god night and god bless and yes keep praying for all of us thank you yeah bye sabio bye bye thanks vivek